Hi guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast with me, Alex Whiteley. And today we have got a great guest coming on the show, Mr. Mark Fielden, a regular of the show who's been on a few times to talk about the amazing event he puts on, Cords Crush Cancer. It is a fantastic event that raises money for Lingen Davis in memory of his mother, Margaret. And it looks like this year is going to be a big year for them. And as you're going to hear in the podcast, I'm not going to ruin it. You guys listen to the podcast and enjoy it. Um, but before we go into the podcast, I want to say thank you to everybody that's been sporting the, the, the return of the biscuit. Uh, there have been lots of shares, um, lots of really nice comments. Um, the, the downloads are doing really well. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around and um, being patient with me uh, because I know it's been it's not been the easiest uh, <laughs> the easiest few weeks putting this all together. But I am so happy to be making stuff uh, with this this show again. Uh, and also, um, before we get into podcast, uh, it's definitely worth me giving the Market Hall in Shrewsbury a massive shout out. They won the uh, best UK market for the second year in a row, deservedly too. Because if you've never been in there, it's amazing. It is really, really cool place. So congratulations to everybody that's involved with the Market Hall in Shrewsbury. One of my favourite places to go. I've recorded so many amazing podcasts there with the ambiance in the background. It's just such a great place, really, isn't it? Um, so well done to the Market Hall. And uh, lots of festivals starting to rev up now with their promotions. Um, one of them I saw was Loop Fest, for example. Um, they're bringing Beardy Man to Shrewsbury. Beardy Man! I love Beardy Man. Beardy Man's one of my favourite people on the planet. If you're not aware who he is, uh, he's one of the beat, best beatboxers on the planet. Um, he's a really delightful fellow as well, so uh, give him a follow on social media. And Loop Fest, give them a follow. Shropshire Festivals as well, bringing the Food Festival back to Shrewsbury. I would love to find out more about that. Uh, and of uh, Hawkston Park Follies as well. They've got a, a festival coming. Really need to reach out to them and say hi and see what's going on with that because uh, that sounds quite exciting. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to, to getting rid of this dull weather and welcoming in the in the spring. Um, maybe I'm being a bit too uh, bit too needy at the moment. <laughs> I need that warm weather, man. I'm a, I'm a summer child, you know. I need that sun. Anyway. I've rambled on for enough now. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark Fielden. Enjoy. Um, it's been a funny old year because... It certainly has. I, um, can you hear okay? Yeah, absolutely yeah. fine, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I took a break, didn't I? Yeah. I was like, I ain't doing this no more. Not for a bit anyway. And um, it did me such a, a good thing, sort of resetting my brain a little bit. But I feel like because of that, the year's gone a little bit quicker. Yeah, I, it's strange sat here again already. Um, the year's just flown by. Yeah, graphics and that and the, the new stuff. You look really, really good. I've got Web Orchard to thank for that. I forgot really to impressed. It. Um, yeah, the, so I said to Web Orchard, I was like, we worked together for a while. Still, like, so I said to him, like, I'll sort the web out, website out, don't worry. But because I'm so, f I'm flat out, I've done three interviews already this week because I'm trying to get ahead. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that I can put my efforts into everything else. And I was like, don't worry about the website, I'll sort that out. And I'm on the web, on the post on the podcast going, make sure you visit the website. It's not even up yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> they've done some amazing stuff with the graphic. Yeah, they look and, really, and the really, website. Really I was just going to move things around a bit, you know. But they've uh, they designed redesigned that graphic. And I was speaking to James Millerchamp, which is on our next episode. I'm going to release you before him because obviously time sensitive. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk about. Um, and um, I mentioned to him that we're going to sort a competition out with the, the kids from Shrewsbury High School to design next season's logo. Oh, brilliant. Really good. Yeah. So Great idea. Um, so Mark Fielding. I'd see, I'm a big fan of traditions. Right? And I'm, I'm very proud of the friends that we've made with this podcast and the people that come on the show and, and we see their progression. We've seen that with uh, our show with Dungarees and Squeegees, uh, DNS Studios. They've seen them going from one strength to another. And the same with yourself, Mark, you know, uh, Quartz Crush Cancer, every year seems to come back bigger and stronger. Yeah, certainly, yeah. Uh, I feel it more this year than, than ever, really, I think. Um, last year was a record breaker for us, over £4,200 raised on, on the evening. Uh, who can forget that unforgettable auction moment when the Wayne Rooney shirt went for £310 which you filmed live for me which was brilliant yeah. and that's so far our, our biggest auction um, lot ever yeah. however um, I, I really think this year we will beat that with some of the prizes that uh, we've got on offer but to touch on, on your question uh, yeah we're bigger and better uh, and this year is going to be absolutely amazing for us as we look to go past the the twenty thousand pound mark. It's incredible. I remember you saying, "Oh, we're going to going to go past the ten thousand pound mark." No, I remember that well. Yeah, yeah, that was our fifth event. The hashtag was uh, CCC five for ten. Uh, we smashed that, and now we're on the verge of of doubling it. So it's really exciting oh, for man, us at the moment. And if you're listening to this and you. You know, hearing Mark talk for the first time about quartz crush cancer, you can go back and listen to the past episodes. I mean, please, please do. Yeah. But you can also go to our YouTube uh, channel and look at the coverage we did of last year's event because... Yeah, which um just want to say a big thank you to you for that, Alex. Um, right. Over the course of, of doing my events, I always wanted to, to get a vlog done of it. It's been one of my ambitions and what you put together last year was absolutely mind blowing. And after the, the event, I sat down and, and watched it and it was just brilliant just to see what maybe I don't see when I'm involved in an event, sort of the, re the reactions of people and the people who you interviewed. And it, it was a really proud moment. I sat there uh, and I absolutely loved it. So really grateful to you. It was, it was great. And oh, it was something that I really wanted to happen. Um, I, I do like, so the, the thing is, I love to make stuff like that. And I'd started to try and sort of dabble with a bit of doing that on the side. Um, and I realized that it's only good to do it when it's fun. And that was a very fun one to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. I like to do it when it's fun. If I was to do that for a living, I nearly went down that road as a profession. Um, I had the choice to go into media. And um, after doing it a little bit to professionally i guess semi-professionally i think i made the right choice not to and it's got to be a hobby for me i think yeah you certainly you touched on the word fun there i think there was a lot of fun involved in yeah. it when i when you you look at it um you know look at the the magician for example that went nearly viral that I, did unbelievable it tens it? of yeah. thousands of views yeah. he's back with us uh this year as well so Goodness knows what he's going to do. He, he did that trick uh, for yourselves and he did the, the one for myself and, and Carly where he pot set his wallet, wallet on fire. The pot of jam that he did for you was brilliant. Uh, and I, in the build-up sort of to our event, I've been looking back at things like that and I, I still enjoy that trick. It was brilliant. What I'll do is I'll reshare the reel 
Um, yeah, that would be fantastic. I'll, I'll chuck it on our Facebook. I don't quite know how Instagram's going to do that, but I can copy the link, chuck it on our Facebook for sure, because that went really well. There's like three times when we've kind of gone semi-viral. That was a great interview, Jeff. Now, finally, where can I find your website? I, I don't have a website. What? I just never got around to making one. You know what? I can't take you seriously with an attitude like that. I am extremely disappointed in you. To not have a website is irresponsible, lazy, you lack ambition. I mean, where's the vision? Don't be like Jeff. Be responsible. Get out there and shine with a beautiful website by Web Orchard, where they will take care of all of your website needs. Go to theweborchard.com right now and get a beautiful website you deserve. You know what? Get out. Once was me recording the rain at the flower show. It was like biblical and it was like, psh, like monsoon. That got like 15,000 views in an hour or something like wow. that. Wow. Um, there was the, the Potter Jam. Yeah. And then there was Timmy at Comic-Con in Telford speaking to to, to Charlie. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, Cox about Daredevil. Um, Which was great, by the way. I did I did see that on your, your social media. He loves that show and I've, I've been... I've been getting it like at both angles because I let Timmy watch the show, which is quite violent, but there was, we were monitored it. Like, yeah, I knew the times that would come up, where it was probably too much for him. So I'd be like, no, don't watch this bit. But like he followed this, like if you've ever watched the daredevil TV show, it's, it's quite a, it's not like a, a bam, bam, bam kind of show. There's lots of story to take it. And he really got engrossed into that TV show. So when he got to ask Charlie Cox that question, he was over the moon, genuinely. Oh, I bet, talked yeah. about it for days. Yeah, Excellent. So. Really good for him too. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I like him to get involved with any kind of sort of culture that he's enjoying, of course, obviously nothing too adult. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's good to be able to, I mean, I always compare what you do that night as like a wedding night because it goes so quickly and you look like you're trying to deal with so many moving parts as cause crush cancer happens. That like when we make a vlog or something like that, it's easy. Like you said, it's good to be able to sort of slow down and look back. Yeah, at. yeah, absolutely. So you know, on the on the night, I'm juggling so many plates, so to speak, and uh, you you don't really get to see everything that's going on uh, in the room because you're either looking at the raffle tickets, the the auction, when the bands are on, speaking to friends, speaking to people who have come to support you from the charity, for example. So you don't really see everything and, and to watch that back, it was just, it was really, really good. And nice. there were so many nice comments from uh, the performers. Uh, the, obviously the magician, Andy Mills, said some really nice things. And yeah, it was great. Really, really Happy great. we could do that, mate. Happy to do it. No problem. Um, so I think what we need to do is, uh, before we go into it, if people, are, like I said, if they are listening to this for the first time as, as in regards to cause cause cancer, cancer? Um, <laughs> we need to explain what it is. I mean, you know, uh, what is cord squash cancer? Yeah, so it's an, an event that I, I set up back in 2016 now. Uh, in 2015, I sadly found out that mum had uh, had cancer uh, and I wanted to pay something back to Lingen Davis who, uh, who were providing her treatment. So I just came up with uh, an idea of an event and it just sort of linked in with having music because a lot of my friends were mu musicians. So I asked them to perform for me, which they all agreed to. It was just meant to be a one-off evening, um, but the success of the first one, uh, people were sort of saying to me, you need to do this again. 
So we did it again and it got bigger and better. And over the course of the years, we, we've gained a lot of following. We've had some fantastic items given as prizes. A lot of celebrities have been supporting us now, which is brilliant. And it's just grown into such a, a feel-good event that raises a lot of money for charity, but also provides a, a quality evening of entertainment for people. So for those people who are listening who haven't heard of us before, we're, we're approaching our eighth event uh, where we are looking to go past £20,000 raised. It's a great evening we've got lined up. Yes, an evening of live music from local musicians, maybe some from just outside Shropshire, but mostly local musicians um, uh, at the Inn and the Green. Um, Rachel's great. She is, yeah, she's yeah. great. She just gives a pub for me for a, for an evening uh, every year. And, and you fill that pub up. You we f- do, yeah. yeah. In return, to be fair. Yeah, we do. I'm going to take pictures of you, Mark, just to, I know how much he loves having a camera shoved in his face. Um, <laughs> that was ironic because he really doesn't. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. But like you said last year, you're just saying that we fill the place out. Yeah, we certainly do. Uh, I remember you turning up um, hoping to get a table, but uh, all the tables had gone. Uh, wasn't it a mic stand you came along with? Yeah, my, uh, it was busy. a tripod for my tripod. camera. Yeah. And I carried it around all night because there was just nowhere to put it, was there? Yeah. And I turned it up with banners, and you let me put my banners up and stuff. That was quite cool. Yeah, hopefully you got them this year. We can take them along. Um, I don't know what the state they're in. I think one of them might have broke. I don't think one of them might have torn, actually. I think it actually something leaned against it and scratched it. Those banners, they're not... Um, they're not the sturdy <laughs> things, are they, no? I remember we had, we had an old one uh, went back... In fact, I need to get more made now because I've got new logos. If anybody wants to make me a banner for the Shooter Biscuit, I'll put your logo on there as well just to advertise. Um, you pull them up. I pulled one up, my old one, and just at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, we always have uh, fun on the evening, should we say, trying to put them up. <laughs> they're not the easiest of things to put up, to be fair. But. It's important to, um, to show people what you're doing there and advertise... You know, uh, you know, and it's it's one of those things that you do very very well. I mean, you you um, you spend a lot of time. I mean, you spend the whole year, don't you, collecting things and speaking to people and creating networks and stuff. Yeah, this yes is the answer to that. This year, uh, I got married in April. Uh, Carly was adamant that um, we weren't doing another event, but I I persuaded her because I want to get past the twenty thousand pounds raised. So just after April, uh, the event kind of kicked in so started sending my emails and putting the feelers out on what kind of prizes that i was looking for got the venue booked spoke to the musicians uh the magician the caricaturist and it starts from there yeah i think a lot of people don't understand how time consuming an event can be putting on uh and i'm a bit of a perfectionist so i I want it to look professional i want it to run well and Ultimately, I want to have really good prizes for the people who come along, and uh, I, I think we've done that again this year with the the caliber of prizes we have on offer and the raffle and also the auction. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, I just want to say that I can relate one hundred percent because I bailed on Pod Aid last year because I'd started a new job and I was, you know, I was kind of winding down with the biscuit. I was struggling a little bit with balancing sort of the biscuit home life work i think it's very plain to see that what was going on and like if you know me personally and so i, I was like no no I'm, so, I'm really sorry i'm gonna have to like bail um and i did because it is just it consumes every single part of your life there's nothing 
more disheartening than sitting and writing like 10,000 emails in a day and getting not one response. The people that do respond, it's, elect- it's electrifying, isn't it? It's like, wow. Yeah, it certainly is, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh, I spend hours upon hours sending emails or messages via um, X, as it's now called, or Facebook, Instagram, etc. So a bit like yourself, I, I balance work with home life. Got the triplets at home. I'm married now. But yeah, all my spare time uh, is, is literally... You've come from Parents' Evening just to do this? I, I have indeed, yeah, straight from Parents' Evening to to promote our our event uh, with yourself on the biscuit. So that's dedication in itself. Dedication. It, it does take a lot of time, and I think a lot of people uh, don't see that and unless they're involved in something like this, uh, Pod Aid like yourself, the biscuit, um, they might not understand. But um, yeah, we, when you get the response and a good response with yeah. a great prize it makes all the negativity and the no's and the no responses are the ones that get me the most i can i can deal with a no um that's better uh, a no it, reply is the most frustrating thing i think you can you can have yeah yeah it's the the the, the waiting that's the thing that's the did you get my email did you not i have you been like not blacklisted but like sometimes you get a, an email saying you are banned from responding or yeah <laughs> No, I've got I've got an interesting story though. So um, I've emailed a lot of um, people who are performers, so a lot of comedians, uh, and there was one um, called Rosie Jones, who's a, who's a comedian herself. Uh, she's appeared on the TV quite a lot, uh, and the company who represents her actually sent me an email and said, uh, "Mark, we've supplied you with tickets to various acts because they represent a lot of different comedians. Um, why have you emailed her personally?" So uh, I was thinking about it and I, I went back on her Facebook page and her personal email was on her Facebook page from before she'd become famous. So uh. I screenshotted it, sent it back uh, and I got an email back with some tickets for her show uh, in Chester uh, and just saying thank you from them for me pointing that out. So now if you look at her page, all the emails will go direct to you the company that, a crack. Well that represents her. So yeah, that was an interesting email. I thought, oh dear, I've done something wrong here. I might be blacklisted from uh, getting tickets but um, it worked out in my favour in the end that I'd done them uh, I was, a favour I think my, my case I was um, I was up late one night and I was just emailing random people and that's just how you got to do it sometimes you got to email random people and it was an agency like a TV film agency yeah but it was like it was like it was like there were some A-listers, some B-listers, some C-listers it was kind of like there was a wide spectrum of the people that they represented and I was kind of like this is pod aid planning, you know? And I was kind of like, hi, I'm doing a thing for charity. It's really cool. Uh, so you've got a great roster. Any chance you can spot someone for now, maybe? And they got a, like an automated response. Your message has not been received because we do not accept messages from cold emailers or something like that. Oh, Please. wow, yeah. And that was, uh, any any further responses will not be accepted. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Goodness me. No, I've not had that happen Like to an me. automated bam. Yeah. Unless you're somebody that... I get... Um, automated responses but nothing quite on on that level i was normally like the Ooh! <laughs> okay then fine let's find it normally this sort of automated ones you get say i your message has been received and you'll receive a response in 24 48 hours but 90 percent of the time i'd say when you get an automated reply like that you you don't hear off them again what have you received this year in ways of acceptance like is there anything that you've like blown you absolutely blown your mind yeah definitely um one of the prizes we've got uh you'll relate to it being a shrewsbury town fan 
Uh, so I've been following um, a, a guy on Instagram for a while, and he does a lot of artwork on football shirts, um, actually painting on the football shirt. Uh, he's done a lot of things for um, the Premier League footballers, one of them. Just to mention is Aaron Ramsdale, the Arsenal goalkeeper. He did a design sometimes for Sometimes Arsenal goalkeeper. Well, yes, yeah. A poor guy. <laughs> yeah, he's been left out a little bit. But he did uh, one for his birthday and that's the one that caught my eye. So uh, I, I dropped um, a, an email, not thinking much of it. Got an email back saying, yeah, why not? Let's do it. What have you got in what have you got in mind? What have you got planned? So I waited. This is way back um, in July. So this is how long this this prize has taken me to get. So I waited until the new Shrewsbury Town shirt was was launched, purchased it from the club shop with the, the captain's uh, number and name on the back, Shay Dunkley. I, I sent it off uh, and I waited and see he had a lot of work going on, this guy, and uh, I got it back last week. Uh, it's absolutely mind-blowing how good it is. Um, somebody asked me if it was a, a printed picture like a transfer on the shirt. No, it's actually hand-painted on. Uh, I'm meeting Shay next week, who's going to sign it. Uh, well, tell him to come on the Shoes with Biscuit. I'm yeah. dying to get... I was speaking to his business partner, because he knew he's got... Yeah, cool, cool, cool Rummings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They supported us as well this year, which we're very grateful for as well. Well, we were speaking before the new season, and I was like, we were going to do the podcast. And, oh, wow. Um, and um, he was like, oh, we'll wait till the season ends. Like, and... Of course, stopped doing the show, didn't I? Like a like a lemon. Um, so like that that was um, something I missed. So I'd love to, and I feel like it was someone like Shay Dunkley. I want to. The reason, if you're listening, Shay, come on my show. Seriously, it'd be good because I don't want necessarily. I don't want to talk about results. Don't want to talk about transfers. I don't want to talk about all that sort of stuff that people, all the juicy bits they want. I want to talk about how such a nice guy can turn into such an animal in the on, on the pitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, something mind blowing there because he is—he's a great guy. Like you know, and then you see him in the box and he's like ragging people about, and he's yeah, he's yeah. He's been—he's been really good with me. I've not met him yet face to face. That's next week, but um, through Instagram, we've exchanged a lot of messages regarding the shirt, and um, he—he's been really, really generous. Uh, and his comments about what we're doing uh, he's donated to our Just Giving page uh, which was really good of him uh, and I'm really looking forward to meeting him to, to thank him and he's absolutely mind blown by how good the shirt looks it's I was going to write my fantastic. number on a piece of paper yeah, I'll hand it over for you Sounds yeah just whilst we're talking about the shirt I just wanted to say it's um, RJ Customs on Instagram just a shout out to to them it, it's it's unbelievably good um, RJ Customs. Yeah, I've seen the shirt. It looks fantastic. Whether your shoes, I hope nobody wins it and wears it. You've got to frame that. Thing. It's actually heavier than you think as well because it's got three or four base layers of paint on it. Yeah. Uh, before then, the detail goes on. So when I got it back and I I held it up, it's wow. It's it's Pump. it's heavier than you would think it would be, but it just looks incredible. And uh, yeah, it, it, mind blowing that we've got that. And you got a lot the, of interest. The, the, the Disney template as well, didn't you? Yes. So to for your listeners who, who might not know about that, um, Disney, who's a, a Banksy-style artist, uh, did... They work some... together, apparently. I went, to oh, really? a, I went to a gallery in Liverpool, and they had loads of Banksy-style art there. And I went in and I spoke to them. I was like, oh, we thought we had a Banksy in 
in um, wow. in Shrewsbury and it was Disney and they were like, yeah, they share the same templates or something. Wow. So they, they know each other. Yeah. Really? That's really interesting. So, um, yeah, Disney Disney um, had some guerrilla art appear on, on the market hall uh, and uh, at the time it was washed off quite quickly. Uh, so I'd, I'd messaged uh, him and, and said, oh, could I get something? And he, he messaged back saying, oh, well, actually, there's something planned for Shrewsbury again. And that is the artwork that you see on the on the market hall now, which is um, Darwin's evolution is, is what it's it, still what, there, I think. Still yes, there. it is. Yeah, I walked past it this morning. Mm. Uh, so I, I messaged him and he said, yeah, of course, I, I can give you the exact artwork on um, an acrylic board. So I was really excited because I thought, yeah, I'm going to meet this guy. Uh, but no, he left it at a, a hotel in, in Shrewsbury. So I was on my lunch break at work. I went to the hotel. He wasn't there. Uh, the woman at the hotel asked me for ID and who I was and could I prove who I was via the messages. So I had to get my phone out to show her uh, and then was presented with this acrylic board. And I took it back to work because it was all in bubble wrap and I opened it. And, uh, people at work were like, wow, what is that? Uh, and then the Shropshire Star jumped uh, jumped on board because um, they had run a story about it. Uh, and I went down for a photo shoot at the Market Hall. The Market Hall did a, a lovely write-up. And I think that's going to be really, really popular for us as well. So it's, it's a very, very unique item. Um, and, and still, like you said, it is still displayed on the on the Market Hall wall. So is he, is he anonymous then? Yes. Just like Banksy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there is a rumour. Uh, he has messaged me on Instagram. There's a rumor that he might well be attending our event. He's asked when and where. And maybe this one's Neil Buchanan then, because I always wanted Banksy to be Neil Buchanan <laughs> from Art Attack. <laughs> we shall see. So uh, he's keep a, your eyes peeled. He's a musician. Oh man! If so, yeah, there is there's strong interest from him on on the event and where it is, and uh, I know there's a desire to come. I'd be stood in the room looking around, going, "Who are you?" But, yeah, really interesting and what a unique prize as well. You know, something we've never had before and I doubt many, many events like ours would have the opportunity to have such a piece of art. Okay, so Mr. Disney, if you're going to listen to this, uh, if you want to do an anonymous interview, I will not uh, display who you are. Just come and find me and whisper something like, oh, what Mr. Biscuit guy? And do an interview. I think that would be really good because obviously when this goes out to everybody, I'll I'll tag um, him in it and uh, imagine that anonymous podcast. It'd be brilliant. Some of the stories he's he's got to share, I'm sure, would be fantastic. I work with GDPRs and work I absolutely keep a secret. Yeah. All right, I work with press embargoes yeah. and things like that. Yeah, I would like to know what sort of what time of the the, the early morning that uh, he, he went and did the artwork. When I spoke to the hotel woman. She gave a, a time frame, but wouldn't commit to anything. But it was certainly after midnight and, and before four a.m. So I very, love, the, very I love this story. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? So good. It's almost that's better, that beats my the Mike Perkins drug deal. I always talk about Kaz buying that piece of art in the background. <laughs> you guys know, you know, you know what happened with that one. Um, <laughs> oh, and big shout out actually before we get any further on on uh, Shrewsbury Market Hall. They just won the best market in the UK again for again. the second year in a row. Thoroughly deserved. Absolutely brilliant. It's a great place to be. Well, I know we have listeners from outside of Shrewsbury, outside the UK as well. But if you do ever come to Shrewsbury and you you know, you know see that building, that big white building on the outside, and you think, oh, I'm gonna, what's the point in going there? It is a market hall like you've never seen it before. The food eateries in there just blow your mind. 
And some of the stalls there are brilliant too. And it is the best market in the UK, literally. It's so diverse, isn't it? You've touched on the, the food eateries. There's, there's so many different uh, choices that you can have. There's you, off, there's it also, messes with your head. Yeah, you walk crazy. in, you're like, I can, I can smell Thai. I can smell like the, the amazing food in the cafe, coffee. and Yeah, it's <laughs> brilliant. It's really, really good. And you've also got our friends at Gin Different there. And um, the the Raven Bookshop I've been to speak to today, I'm sure. Both we'll wonderful, that, wonderful uh, business owners. Later. But yeah, if you, if you are listening to this and you haven't been to the Market Hall, then uh, I urge people to go along. And then you're insane. Make sure you go to the Market Hall in Drewsby. It's wonderful. Um, so yeah, okay, so we've got Shea Dunkley shirt. We've got Disney. Yeah, we've got... Um, this year's Liverpool home shirt as well, signed by Darwin Nunes, which took a, a lot of time and effort to get hold of. If you'd of. have had Luis Diaz, my wife would have just put all the money into it because Colombian, obviously. Yes, of course. So, yeah, really pleased with, with that one as well to, to go alongside the Shea Dunkley shirt. And then one of my favourites, actually, is um, it's a, a map of the UK, a huge map of the UK, but it's drawn... Um, as football stadiums, I saw this. It's it's such a unique piece. That's iconic. That picture is not. It's really really good. Yeah. So we've got that, and um, we've also got um, a signed piece of art, which was well, more of a cartoon, really, from the cartoonist from the Gar- Guardian newspaper, which is football grounds around the UK and and what's unique about them. So Shrewsbury Town is is replicated in there from the old stadium with the man in the coracle yeah so uh that, that's a really unique piece iconic as well, well. again yeah, yeah that, 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 that's wonderful that's from david squires the the cartoonist and you always do like tickets to go to see things or go places. yeah loads oh, loads and loads of tickets from jls in the quarry we've JLS? Got, yeah we've got hold of two tickets from they come to Shrewsbury, are they yeah this summer jls in the quarry we've got two tickets for that um, various comedians, as usual. Yeah. Um, so he's trying. To, I can see the cogs yeah, trying the to turn the are ticking. But yeah, if, yeah. If anyone wants to see, they go on our social media. We've got so many. We've got it's twenty three comedians that are supporting us this year. Twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, wow. Yeah. So one of the main ones being uh, John Courtney, who is the winner of uh, Britain's Got Talent. So Britain's wow. Got Talent have been good to us again uh, this year, which we're very grateful for. Um, and there's, there's just loads more. If you're ever looking for contacts, <laughs> people to get in touch with. Over the years. Mark Field is the guy to come to. Yeah, knows? I've <laughs> come up with a few over the years. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's all good. Really, really good. Um What's been the the biggest challenge for you this year as opposed to the years before? Is there anything that you've struggled with more? Uh, I think wanting to better better myself and the event would be the biggest challenge. That would be challenge. your always challenge, wouldn't it? Just to try and better, yeah. So sort of if we, if we touch on last year, we had some really good prizes. Uh, I've mentioned the Wayne Rooney shirt that went for £310, but we're also the face of Shropshire Magazine. So it was a case of, right, I need, to, I want to go past £20,000 raised. How am I going to do that? How am I going to be bigger and better than last year when we had so much coverage um, via the Shropshire magazine, which got us a load? So what I've looked at, uh, we've got Radio Shropshire on board, we've got um, Shropshire Star on board, and 
uh, just this evening before I walked through your door, I had an email from Midlands Today. So um, speaking with them about getting us on the TV. So what a milestone. Never mind the biscuit guy. Be. Let's get the BBC in. Yeah. <laughs> what a milestone that would be for us uh, to, to get some recognition uh, and promotion for, for the charity um, on the TV. And then, of course, there's the book. Which book? Yes. There's a book? There is a book. Uh, so for the last nine months, uh, I've been juggling, organising our eighth event and also writing a book about my fundraising journey uh, in memory of mum. Uh, and that was launched uh, on Monday on Amazon. Um, we started to sell some copies already and they will be available uh, on the evening as well. It's really exciting. Um, we've had two five-star reviews so far on Amazon. Um, not that it's about the stars, it's about the comments, and they're really, really lovely. So really pleased with how that's gone so far. It's a tenner as well, which is a steal. I was looking at it earlier. Um, so make sure you get on Amazon and, and get that book. It looks great. Um, oh, thank you. Nine months it took you to put that together. Yeah, it started. So just after the wedding, as I've touched on, uh, I launched the eighth event and started planning that but I've always wanted to write uh, a book about my fundraising journey um, my experience is is lacking I, I used to write the Shrewsbury Town fanzine years ago so that's where uh, maybe my writing style came from but yeah started nine, nine months in total is taken to sort of get the story from my childhood uh, growing up school uh, holidays, Christmas time, what it was like growing up with mum and dad and my two sisters. And and then in later life, when sadly mum got her diagnosis and, and her treatment, um, we were lucky that she was she was there at our first two events. Uh, and, and she battled back from, from being in hospital and showed really strong mentality and fighting spirit. And hopefully that comes across in, in the book. And then it goes on from that to, you know, how we plan for the funeral, my words that I spoke at the funeral uh, and, and life after her passing, where we were very passionate as a family to keep raising awareness for Lingen Davis and, and, and raising mummy, m money sorry, in, in her memory. And ultimately, the book takes you through the journey of, of Cords Crush Cancer, how I plan an event, what the successes have been, what the failures have been and, and where we are today. And. I sort of aimed the book at trying to give comfort to those people who are suffering with cancer. Of course, yeah. You know, hope to those families who are affected by it and and ultimately to inspire the next generation of, of fundraisers like me because I'm just a, a normal lad from Shrewsbury who had an idea and a passion to raise money in, in memory of his mum and I'm sat here today nearly going past 20 grand raised in her memory for a wonderful, wonderful charity. It's a really wonderful thing because I feel like books like the one you've written and what you've explained, it shows that cancer has a blast radius. Right? So it's not just a person. I mean, of course, the person that's suffering is is, is absolutely at the centre there and the care and the the, uh, the empathy and the, the compassion goes towards that person. Um, but like the, the the relatives and the friends and the family that, that go through that journey with them as well. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of it, and that's what I've tried to touch on in the book, is uh, is my feelings uh, so that people who read it, they're not necessarily going to know me 
or or in, uh, indeed my mother but uh, they might be on their own cancer journey and um there is there is support out there for people and families who aren't directly affected they're not the people suffering with cancer but they're in that family situation uh, and there is a lot of support and advice there and 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 hopefully they can see what i went through uh, and and how i dealt with it and uh, and ultimately give them some comfort or advice or or even some structure to to how they go about doing things and you know if i can do that for even one person who reads my book then you know i've, I've done my job well done man. well done really 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 honestly thank you but all the support in the world for that and you know not you did it in nine months as well what does that look like on a day-to-day scale nine months of writing is that like hours and hours a day or is it 20 minutes a day no, it's it's it, here and there i'd say because it's kind of family work eighth event have i got time to do some book work and I was just uh, jotting down ideas as I went. So if if a memory popped into my mind, uh, I'd make sure that I wrote it down, even if it's on a scribbled bit of paper on my lunch break at work, for example, so that I could then uh, incorporate it into when I was doing more structured writing. So it was important to me just to capture um, any memories that I really wanted to get in there. And how did you access those memories? Was it through photographs? Was it through videos? I mean, it's not easy to go back. I, I couldn't talk about things I did on my ninth birthday, for example. You know, these things, they, they, they're hard to remember sometimes. Yeah, a lot, um, a bit of both of what, you, what you've said, really. My, my sister Sally's got some fantastic old photographs that she brings out every birthday she <laughs> throws them on facebook which which helped so i looked through those and and just uh, i tend to have quite a good memory so um when, you know when i sit down and, and think about what we've done as a family uh, over the course of the years I, I, i'm quite lucky that my memory is good and i could just jot those ideas down and and then structure them in into what I was trying to talk about in in the chapters that uh, I was doing at the time. Do you ever get like nostalgia pangs? It sounds it sounds like a weird thing, like where you smell a certain pair of smell or hear a certain sound or see something you haven't seen in years. And you go, oh, and it says, like sends you back there just for like a millisecond. Yeah, definitely. I think music's one for me. And I can hear a, a tune that comes on, and you're like, wow, that takes me back to sixth form or. Um, you know, smells. We talk about smells whenever I'm visiting one of the, my musician friends, Dublin wise. You smell the chicken wings. You're like, yeah, I'm back in Dublin. So yeah, to, I, I agree with what you're saying totally. It happened to me just today. I was in Bridge North. I walked into a shop and I heard that you know, hot dog jumping for that weird song, and I hadn't heard that since I was probably about eleven, twelve, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you like hear it. It's a weird feeling to have. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it is strange though, isn't it? It's just um, how things can affect your mind and and where it it puts you back in those memories. Like, I, I talk uh, in my book about um, family holidays, for example. Uh, we used to go to Pontins as um, the one in real, or oh, we we went to uh, Southport a few times and various places across the UK. But uh, and no, came... other Pontins are uh, yes, they are. <laughs> there was a there was a post on on Facebook that came up uh, that one of the Pontins uh, was closing down, and immediately my mind went straight back to a, a story about wrestling of all of all things. Uh, I remember vividly we we're in the ballroom, as that's what it used to be called at Pontins, and there was live wrestling taking place and and i shouted boo or hiss to one of the wrestlers and he poked his head out through the ropes as if he was coming for me and i hid under the table grabbed onto me mum's leg uh, for her to protect me and 
instantly, as soon as I saw that Facebook post, I was back in that room, there you go, hiding, nostalgia scared that this wrestler was going to come and grab me. So, and I bet that must have been a nightmare for you whilst you're writing a book, and so like you're doing something at work or you're doing the dishes, and you're like you get a memory, and like oh, I need a pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, juggling juggling the dishes, trying to write something down. Yeah, it brought back a lot of um, really really good memories. And, Did it bring back some pain as well, though? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, sort of the the time when we found out mum was mum was poorly. Um, the phone call I got from my sister when when she was at the hospital. I was still working at Toys R Us on the day that she passed away. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was tough to write about because I know I went to the hospital to see her and and sadly she'd already she'd already passed away. Um, moments from the funeral brought back brought back memories, uh, which. I, I read the eulogy at her funeral and that was a really proud moment. But um, in the build-up to it, I remember sitting in the pews and looking at her coffin. And I, I, was, I was crying and I couldn't get my words out to the hymn that we were meant to be singing. I, I just remember sitting there thinking, how am I going to read this to, to all these people? But once I got up onto uh, onto the altar, I just felt this strength. And I think that was from my mother. Uh, and and I managed to get through all my words without stuttering or hesitating or breaking down or anything. So, yeah, that was that was tough. There was tough moments in there, uh, but you know, equally the the moments of joy and, and happiness that that we shared together. And um, I'm sorry to just throw that at you, by the way. I no, did that on purpose t- because I wanted people that are listening to understand the challenge that faces someone when they're writing something about something so painful. Yeah, it you is know, difficult. You know, you know one uh, one other bit I'd, I'd like to share with you is is my last moments with her. Um, she was in in hospital. I went from Toys R Us to to visit. Uh, we were watching uh, a football match on the iPad. Mum loved football. Any football match she would watch because <laughs> there wasn't a TV in the ward. So we're watching it on the iPad and it, it was St. Patrick's night. Uh, everyone who, who knows me knows that I love a pint of Guinness. Uh, and she said, you you go. You know, it's nearly uh, visiting time. It's nearly over. You go. Go to go to the pub. Get, get yourself a beer. And I, I didn't. I said, no, no, I'm absolutely fine. And uh, I stayed until visiting time finished and I was allowed to stay a little bit longer. Uh, and as I say in the book, which was really tough to write, little did I know that that moment would be the, the last conversation I had, the last time I watched football, the, the last moment that I spent with my mum. And, you know, I'm so, so glad that um, I made that decision to stay with her and watch the football. And we had a we had a really good laugh. She was always pointing out things on football matches and shouting at the ref, etc. So it was a, a poignant moment and it was tough to write about. But um, looking back, wonderful at the same time to to be there sharing football, which I love as well as her and uh, having a having a laugh and a joke at the same time. It's a it's a it's a good lesson, isn't it? To I mean, I, I remember watching uh, there was an acceptance speech by J.K. Simmons who played um, J. Jonah in um, Spider Man. One pictures of Spider Man. He's also uh, in in a number of <laughs> Whiplash is one of the greatest movies ever made. He's a monster in that. But anyway, he's accepting a, a, an Oscar or a Golden Globe or something like that, and he's like, "Call your parents right now. Just would stop whatever you're doing. Call your mom. Call your dad." Because you just never know. You never know when it's going to be the last no, time you, you speak to him. And you don't. That's, yeah, I feel myself taking like little snapshots of family life. The other night, we ordered pizza and we sat on the sofa and we watched Gladiators together. Brilliant. And I was like, oh my God, like 
I did this with my dad and yeah. when we were kids, like, I did that and now I'm doing it with my son. Like, and I was just like, I can feel myself taking a mental snapshot. We did um, something similar. My, my stepdaughter, Tulip, uh, she came down and I said, come and watch this program with me. And it was Gladiators as well. And it's perfect, isn't it? Uh, yeah, she, she was enthralled by it. <laughs> and then, but there's me uh, explaining who Wolf was. Yeah, I did say. You know, <laughs> who's afraid she, of the big person? She's like, who's Wolf? I said, he's, he was the really angry one. Uh, so yeah, things like that are just absolutely brilliant. They have done that show. But if you're on the fence about watching the new Gladiators, it is it. literally like a, a scene for scene replay of Gladiators from when we were kids. They've got heels in there. They've got the hero characters. Yeah, they've they got are, yeah. Yeah, some of the old games, some new games, and they've um, they've done a really good job on it. It's just that's that's I'll talk about nostalgia pangs. I was yeah. kind of like, oh my god, oh, it's absolutely brilliant, and uh, we we thoroughly enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Um, What's um, back to the cords crush cancer? Yeah, I can sit and talk about gladiators. Oh, there's one thing I need to talk about as well. Uh, so, what time are we on? Because we're looking at, oh, we've done 40 minutes already. already? Wow, goes so quickly chatting to you, Mark. Um, the night, uh, what can people to expect from the night? What what live music and entertainment have you got to offer people? We've got lots going on on the yeah? evening, uh, Alex. Yeah, so uh, the evening itself kicks off at 7 p.m at the Inn on the Green in, in Shrewsbury. We've got three musical acts, local uh, talent Andy Mills, who's played at our event uh, many, many times. Uh, we then got a new band for us, which is called Hot Rubber. Uh, Andy Mills is part of that band, so uh, he's got a busy evening ahead. <laughs> and then I'm delighted, really. We've got the Shirish Rovers um, coming along. So they played at uh, Shrewsbury Food Festival, and I watched them, and uh, the amount of people who got up dancing was incredible. So I think I've met these guys. You, you may, Rick and Josh. So I'm really, really looking forward to them. Um, they're going to be on last. They're our headline act, and, and I can just see everybody in the pub up and dancing uh, when, when they come on. So that's the musical acts we've got. We've also got... Yeah, it's Josh Lobley, Yeah, isn't it? it is, yeah. There we go. Yeah, that, and, uh, Rick I, I immediately so I recognise that. I think they're going to bring the house down, so it's going to be brilliant. Uh, so that's the music lineup. Then we've got um, Clive joining us again, the caricaturist. He um, went down so well. Absolutely brilliant. His, yeah, we his had, he was at a so. wedding. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and I saw like, oh, you do the Cold Squash Company. He's like, yeah, I know Mark. Is really good. In fact, there was a... Was a <laughs> fabulous so yeah so Clive's joining us again uh, I've touched on it earlier but we've got the, the magician uh, Magic Martin we've got Name the Bear we've got the raffle uh, which is 50 raffle prizes we have and we've got 10 lots in the auction which all of our prizes are displayed on our social media pages um, uh, and then a little special item which it won't be for sale but um bang on brewery have uh, donated some bottles of cords crush cancer beer for me what yes cords crush cancer branded beer so i'm, I'm delighted with that it looks great i've been sent some photographs and see this is one of those things you like do i drink the beer or do i keep it forever do you know what i'm I mean? definitely so- going to keep one bottle unopened it will be used for promotional pictures only but the rest i think i won't sample Yes, that's amazing. You got your own beer, man. You yeah. got. I, I, I know you had. You, this is what I was touching on earlier about networks. You work with so many local producers for things. You're wearing a t-shirt by Luke Crump. Yes. You know, um, you've you have Planet Donut making last, last year donuts. Yeah. Um, you know there there are local people getting involved that do great things for you, and that's great. Yeah, it's brilliant. Our, our network's grown, and I'm glad you mentioned Luke. Thank you, Luke, for these t-shirts. Um, he's 
generously designed this, which the design is about Shrewsbury. So you can see the Shrewsbury buildings. Yeah, I can see wow. up here. You can see the River Severn. You can see Sabrina Boat, and then you can see all the things that um, uh, have sort of taken place within Cords Crush Cancer. Planet Donut are on here. Uh, the Inn on the Green, Lingen Davis, uh, and there's going to be a competition run as well. So um, mixed in in my t-shirt design, there is musical notes. I'm sure you can see a few, Alex. Um, yes. There is going to be a competition to count how many musical notes there are on, on my T-shirt. And then the lucky winner will win a T-shirt, which have been generously printed for us by Slogans in town. So a big thank you to Luke Crump and Slogans. Slogans. Um, you should have got in touch with Socks as well. Um, the great company they are. Um, I've just got been introduced by uh, Jane Pickworth, who's a good friend of ours. Ah, yes. Yeah, Jane. Um, and uh, she's uh, introduced us to Sarah from Socks. I'm going to try and get her on the show. She does great stuff. Brilliant. Yeah, that sounds um, really, really good. And this is what I mean about what you do. Like, you don't. It is like what you're doing. Like, this is a this is a t-shirt designed by Luke Crump. We're now talking about Luke Crump. You are you. They're helping you whilst you're helping them. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. a calling card. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm grateful to everyone who supports us, but um, equally, if if somebody does support us, they know that we all shout about them and and, and get them recognised and link into to anything that we're doing. So, you know, in, in the press or on the radio or on the, the podcast, like like uh, this evening, we we will shout out and be very grateful for their support and hopefully listeners to this and, and people who support us on the evening go and support them too um, we're going to mention this for the first time and then we'll mention it again towards the end of the show but the date of the event is yeah it's uh, 3rd of February 2024 7pm 7pm get there early because the seats go quickly get there early yeah get that's there the really early. Um, at the inn and the green um, right I'm going to play one of my the new game that we're playing this season uh, and it's it's time for <laughs> Why, it's random, isn't it? Yeah. This is the great moment of the show where we sit and we do random questions for a minute. People get absolutely terrified of this. Um, I found a website called teambuilding.com and they have a random question generator. Why is this? Um, I haven't got my smart... Have you got your phone on you? Have you got a stop stopwatch on your phone? Yes, I have. Um Set it for a minute for me. I always do this. I forget to put my smartwatch on. Um, we're going to do a questions, uh, random questions for a minute. So what's called? What's called a random minute? Um, okay, tell me when to start. I will tell you to start. Uh, when I finish reading the first question, press start. Okay. Okay. So, what is your favourite Christmas movie? Um, Home Alone. Home Alone. Good shout. Do you prefer uh, to avoid or confront a conflict? Avoid. Avoid conflict. Uh, which is typically better, the book or the movie? Ooh. The book. I have to say that now. <laughs> Do you prefer to dance in the rain or stay cosy inside? Dance in the rain. Nice. Uh, where would you love to go for a relaxing holiday? Maybe not relaxing, but I'd like to visit Brazil. Nice. What sort of physical exercise do you enjoy? Walking. Uh, if you won the lottery and you had to spend the money on yourself, how would you spend it? On a cruise. Nice. Are you a more a type A or a type B person? Type B. Type B? Don't know what that means? No idea. <laughs> what board game are you unbeatable at? Jenga. Jenga? Oh, I'll give you one for your money. <laughs> uh, what do you cover your frozen... What? What? 
What do you cover your frozen yogurt with? Ice. Oh, there's the timer. That's a random weird. Uh, they are random questions. That is a uh, very random. Very question. random. Uh, I'm not not really a yogurt eater, so pass on that one. Okay, um, that was an anticlimax, but uh, there's some good. good there were some good, very random, very random, random, random questions. Random questions. Uh, oh, there's one more. Where can people buy your book? <laughs> uh, they can buy it from Amazon. And what's the name of the book again? It's called Memories of Margaret. There you go. Look for that book, guys. Um, what do you look forward to the most in these evenings? Raising money for charity, but also giving people a good evening and a good time. It's great when you walk around a room and people have got a smile on their face, having a chit-chat to somebody. Friends who have maybe not seen each other for a while, they, oh, are you going to Cause Cross Cancer? Yeah, I'll see you there. Yeah, it's a really good feel-good factor when I when I look around the room. And, you know, you'll often see me when one of the bands are playing, I'll just be stood in the corner just looking around, um, taking it all in. Uh, and I think that's... Yeah, uh, up there with How's, alongside raising the money. How are things between you and Carly during the nights? Because I imagine it's very stressful on both of you. There's a there's a great moment in the Bear the TV show on on Disney Plus, and they use the sign language for sorry when they whenever they're getting stressed and they do that to each other. It's like it's fine. I'm sorry. Um, um you know things are hard. Do you do you have to have like a moment before it begins? Like we're not going to see each other much. It's going to be busy. Oh, no 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 no. Let's do. Uh, we yeah we don't we don't see each other really at all on the evening until uh, after the auction. You know, thank you to Carly. She is an absolute superstar on the night. She goes around selling all the raffle tickets, um, so much so that I bought her own bum bag. I've bought her a card reader. You know, what more does she want? But on a serious note, she's she's. <laughs> I was going to say you stone Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a, she's absolutely brilliant. She she is nonstop, and um, she deserves her glass of wine at at the end of the night because she literally. Um, runs around and makes sure that um, people have all got their tickets and I, I'm very grateful to her for all of the support uh, and also with with the book she's she's believed in what I wanted to do and why I wanted to do it and she supported me all the way she even contributed to the book um, uh, some of the bits I, I didn't know were in there until I, until I read them and there is a bit about cords crush cancer being particularly stressful when I take over the dining room table with all my prizes after Christmas uh, so that was a little dig at me but yeah I'm really grateful to her for buying into the event since we met and um, she, she's a great support and I wouldn't be able to do it without her what I think is funny about the evening as well is that at the beginning of the night you get my Mark on the mic he's like Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, we're doing. And towards the end of the night, we had a couple of points. He's like, "Oi!" Yeah, yeah listen, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> I remember we getting quite loud during some of the uh, the the the, rough, the auctions, and you were kind of like, "Oh, well, you just <laughs> it's so brilliant what you do." Oh, it's great. Yeah, I uh, I do like being behind the microphone, and yeah, a couple of beers down me, and I'm a lot more confident, and I'm looking forward to this year's auction definitely. If anybody, any of the bands that are taking part, like I'm talking to. Uh, maybe I don't know if anybody can get Mark singing by the end of the night wowzers that's a big ask they'll, yeah. they'll need a big donation for that yeah get, well, what would you what would you sing if you could sing any song that calls cross cancer um, I, I think the classic Chesney Hawks I'm the one and only uh, <laughs> but then again that's meant to be my funeral song as well so <laughs> 
That's funny. What would your funeral song be? Oh, I did a thing today uh, on on Facebook. Um, you did, yes. Uh, so I did a couple of uh, a couple of questions. Sometimes I use these, sometimes I don't. But I'm going to use them today. I thought today's was quite an interesting one about um, what what would your book be called? Yeah. So I put a question. Yeah, if you if you were to write a book about your life, what would it be called? Uh, I did one on my personal, one on the face uh, shoes biscuit. Facebook page. So on my personal one, we had Mike Perkins, who wrote uh, his his book would be called Alien of Extraordinary Ability. This was my official visa status in the States. <laughs> uh, Mark Fielden put, uh, what a timely question. Mine was published on Monday. This is called Memories of Margaret. Oh, oh what a great answer. Um, Jane Pickworth, she's put a couple. So we'll do hers on here now. She says, you'll, you'll have to wait and read it. And Mike was like, oh, that's a that's a good title. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if she meant to say it like that, but that'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, yeah. My brother, Connor, put a, so far, so good. <laughs> that's like, Why not? Um, Graham Arnold, I have to be careful reading this because Graham, we, we're old school, me and Graham. Uh, he put a broke bloke and the stroke that didn't croak and now lives in a world that's woke. What a joke. Because he had a stroke and survived. That's really good. I like that. Well done, Good Graham. use of the rhyming words there as well. Yeah, that's really good. Well read out by the biscuit guy, I've got to say. <laughs> and then we're going to go switch to the uh, Shrewsbury Biscuit page right now and have a look what people put I believe on. the wife put something on there. Um, I put a, a couple here that I thought were funny. I put, oh, the audacity. But, uh, because that's like the, the, the editing software we use. Yeah. Oh. Um, so uh, I was like, our oh, podcasters will get that because we all use Audacity, or most of us do anyway. And I put biscuits and cream and Alex Whiteley tail. <laughs> Take that as you want it. Uh, Dave Mitchell put my saving grace. Um, Andrew Parry put, um, uh, not that it's any of your business, but dot, dot, dot. I think that was really That's good. a good one, yeah. I saw that one earlier today. I, I did like that one. Um, Jane Pickworth, this is a really good, I think this is the winner so far. Is what the actual hell? <laughs> <laughs> You're expecting something else there, aren't you? Yeah. Um, and Carly put, not sure I can say what I'd call mine. I, I was like, yeah, all sorts of stuff running through my head. Yeah, there. that one, um, can't really say, uh, because it's got some expletives in it, but it's to do with uh, when she's driving a car and her first frustration of uh, other car users. Do you know what? Usually I'm a calm guy, but there's been something in the air today. I was up on Mill Brace Roundabout, and you know, as, as it goes to the left towards Oakley Road, and then you can yeah. go right as if you're going towards town. I was sat there, and some guy rudely overtook me to go in that right-hand lane, and as I was doing, as he was doing that, the guy in front of me cut him up into the, that right-hand lane as we we're going left. And I was like, what? you couldn't see, it couldn't be any more like guy rudely overtaking me and then the other guy cutting him off I was just like wow what a great illustration very similar to a story last night I was walking home from work and uh, a food delivery driver should we call them was uh, <laughs> speeding past me on uh, on his bike nearly pushed me into the road but uh, a few moments later fell off said bike food all over the floor but I graciously did my good deed for the day and did help him up back onto his bike but yes well done. Well done. Thank you. It was my good deed for the day. <laughs> um, so, God's Cross Cancer, um, I do have to ask, it's called The Last Chapter. Yes, yes, we feel... Is this the last one? Uh, I feel it, it's come as far as we can go in its current format. Um, the, the venue is always rammed full now, almost to the 
point of have we outgrown the venue so the reason it was called the last chapter was to tie into the book so I didn't announce the book when I called uh, Cause Crush Cancer 8 the last chapter but it links in kind of nicely so yeah it will be the last event in this format um, we, we want to go out with a bang and go past £20,000 raised and, uh, and then we're going to look at uh, other avenues so you know I've spent the last eight years building almost this brand of of fundraising uh, and I think our, our name is very well respected now and certainly well recognized so uh, I'm looking at challenge events um, Carly and the kids are, are interested in walking so whether or not we do a Snowden challenge for example um, I had a crazy idea which when I look back at it, it would take hours but Lingen Davis have opened a new office uh, in in Wales so could we walk from Shrewsbury office to, to Wales I, I looked at that I think it was 13 hours so I definitely need to do some training for that one. I'll, I'll help uh, you with that one. Thank you very much. Put me down. I'll do it. It's a, it's, I will do it's it. It's a good one, isn't it? If you're doing that, I'll do yeah, it with yeah. you. I, I would love to do it. I definitely need to do some training because I'm not fit enough at the moment. Let's get a group of us. Let's get men walking and talking. Get everyone doing it. Brilliant. Let's look into it. And the final one um, that I, I've been thinking about, um, so we've touched on the, the challenge events, um, was... A comedy. So I've, I've had for a while a Chords Crush Cancer comedy logo um, in place. Uh, and why can't I put a comedy night on? So I've, I've had a couple of um, comedians that I've been in touch with over the years. So the likes of Chris Ramsey, Carl uh, Hutchinson, um, Anth Young. So watch this space on that one. I've already got the logo in place, so why not? But yeah, we're, we're certainly not going to stop. We're just going to change... Uh, how, how we look at I was, things. I was going to say like the last chapter and then next year is like volume two. <laughs> yeah, imagine that, the irony in it. But yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's definitely going to be the last one in this format. And I was and I was thinking of, that and this is no disrespect to Rachel and the guys in no, the green because she's been brilliant. Um, but I feel like you could fill out a massive venue. I feel like you could fill out a club easy. Yeah, If, if not like so. something bigger. Yeah, I think we're getting to that stage now where you're quite right. You know, the, the Rachel, thank you, Rachel. You, absolutely brilliant, just giving me your pub every year. Um, but the amount of people who come, come into our events now is quite significant. And, yeah, we, we could do that. We've talked before about a, a big summer event, you know, the, the Biscuit, Shropshire Festivals, Cause Crush Cancer, uh, in the quarry. That would be the dream. Um, the old local bands there. be absolutely amazing, wouldn't it? That Maybe one year. But I, I, I do like the idea of the, the walking from Lingen Davis offices. We'll, we'll get some training in. I have to buy one of those inflatable T-Rex costumes. Imagine that, yeah, 13 brilliant. hours. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to invest in some of those glasses that uh, Facebook have launched as well, where you can live stream from your glasses onto your Facebook page. I'd, oh, really? I'd certainly be up for that, yeah, so uh, people yeah. could follow your journey, literally as if they were walking it with you. The thing, oh, uh, I don't know if people want to see what I get up to. It would be nice, because sometimes you're like, I wish... You know, fly on the wall, somebody's lives and stuff. That's yeah, that's certainly, certainly, certainly interesting uh, concept. Anyway, but yeah, we we're, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to uh, evolve into into other avenues, reevaluate, yeah, and see see where we can go next. And that's really exciting as well. So, um, yeah, watch this space. Okay, one last time. When is this event happening? Where? What time? It is uh, Saturday, the third of February, at the Inn on the Green in Shrewsbury, from seven pm, and it is free entry. We'd love your support. 
Wonderful. Make sure you guys also follow Mark's uh, social media, uh, Cords Cross Cancer, uh, on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, and is there an event page up as well? Or was yeah, on Facebook. So um, Cords Cross Cancer is on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we've got Cords Cross Cancer 8, the event page, which you can access through there. Uh, and also, if you uh, want to, you can follow our, our book title as well, which is on both formats as Memories of Margaret. Wonderful. Mark, thank you so much for joining me on The Biscuit. Brilliant. Thank you very much. It's been good, man. Really appreciate you having us back on and your continued support over the years. Very grateful. Thank you. Happy to do it, my man. Happy to do it. Right, guys, I'll finish with a bit of an outro, say goodbye. Um, But yeah, thank you, Mark. Cheers. Well, that was a great interview. Uh, Mark is fantastic. Um, We have uh, these moments that happen on the Shrews of Biscuit now and again, and that's when uh, we take the headphones off and the world comes rushing back to you. And then you look down and you're like, oh, yeah, we did an hour. And the guest's like, oh, what, really? Um, and if you've been on the Shoes of Biscuit podcast, you can relate. It goes so quickly. I had to really keep an eye on the time because I had places to be. But uh, we could have done another hour of that. So thank you, Mark. Really do appreciate it. And please, guys, if you listen to this, make sure you give Cords Crush Cancer a, a follow. They're on Instagram and they're on Facebook. And turn up at the event as well. I'll be there. It'll be a great event. It's always a good time. Um, so Cords Crush Cancer, good luck to everybody involved. I hope you reach that 20,000 uh, mark and, and more even, you know. Um, I'm not going to keep you guys for too much. This has been a really, really good episode. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we've got James Millichamp, who's the winner of the Bellevue Arts Festival competition. Um, and he's to talk, here to talk us, to us about art and education and why Wolverhampton is the centre of the universe, apparently. We definitely got into that quite a bit. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to Mark for being a wonderful guest, and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.